Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Can we talk about podcasting's missing porn problem? Did you know podcasting has a missing porn problem? No, no, no. Not that someone came along and took away all the porn. <laughs> it's missing. Where did it go? No, that's that's not it at all. Um, it's that we don't have a porn problem, which is weird for internet-based media, which we are. There are lots of places for people to get and produce and distribute and all that other fun stuff, but it hasn't really happened in podcasting. Now, I should back up for the erotica writer and podcaster and listener out there. I get it. There certainly is erotica. And you probably bristle at the word porn, anyhow. And also for the budding porn people that are out there that are utilizing podcasting to get their message out there, I get it. But by and large, we don't have the porn problem that a lot of other media have to deal with. This all centers around some recent announcements by a company called Tumblr. That's just like you would spell Tumblr, except take the E out, because that's cool, or it was cool when they did that originally. Tumblr, for the uninitiated, is a it's a kind of a cross between a blog, a full-on real live blog, and a microblogging platform like Twitter. At least that's how it was originally built. Think Blogger back in the day. Very quick and easy way to get your blog up there. But they started letting people share photos. And it didn't take long, like, I don't know, three seconds, before people start sending, sharing uh, dirty, you know, porn. Let's call it what it is. Porn. Erotic. Visual images as well as video. So visual. Still visual. That uh, depicted various forms of uh, intimate encounters that some people enjoy. So that was all over Tumblr. And Tumblr has just recently, like within a couple of days ago, said that as of the end of 2018, December 17th, I believe is the exact day, they are pulling the plug. Any pornographic content they are going to remove and they will kick people out for uh, posting porn. Which is no different really, really, than uh, the, the YouTube policy about it, the Instagram policy about it, the Facebook policy, all, all of the primary social media networks, I think all of them now, have implemented various ways to curb the porn. And not because they find pornographic content offensive. I don't think that's why they do it. They are doing it because it is surfacing when it should not. That doesn't happen in podcasting. It's really hard today to get content in your podcast listeners' ears that they didn't expect. I mean, it's up to you. 
It's up to you, the podcaster, to do that. But podcasters themselves, by and large, aren't putting the content out. And that makes me, well, not wonder why, but I think I get why, and I wanted to talk about why that is, and possibly what the future might hold, some changes, not specifically designed to empower the pornographers that are out there, but I guess the way to say it is, we might have a porn problem in 2019. We might. We just don't know. So here's why we don't really have a problem in podcasting with porn today. And again, I'll get to why that might be changing in the future. One is it's primarily, it being porn, is primarily a visual medium. And by and large, podcasting is not. Podcasting is still dominated by audio and likely will be dominated by audio for the foreseeable future. I mean, I'm just guessing here. But right now, consumption is very much lean back and listen. It's not a lean forward environment. You're not pulling out your phone to look and read and all these all the things that challenge us podcasters with being able to get more engagement from the people who listen to our show is what's stopping pornographers, just to give them a big giant title, stopping them from jumping into the fray because it's, it's audio only. And even though there are erotica audio files out there, aficionados, they're pretty small. And I don't really see that changing because it's by and large a visual. That's, that's, that's one thing that keeps it out today. That might change in 2019 and beyond. Uh, I don't know that it will. I mean, it's been possible that podcasting, uh, because it's an RSS feed, you can shove any sort of media file down an RSS feed you want to. You want to put a picture? Great. A video? Okay. You want to put a Word document? Fine. I've seen PDF files show up in RSS feed. So it's not like it's not available. It's, it's back to the consumption side. That's that's the that's the transmission, but it's actually consumption. Eh, that's all. That's all visual. We're not visual. That's one problem. The second problem is money. And not that you're, I mean, the reason that porn first hit the internet when the internet was available, you know, as soon as we could put pictures on the internet, boom, somebody's out, you know, here's a very grainy bitmap of a boob. (laughs) People would pay money for that. But that's it. People would pay money for that, right? Podcasting is by and large still a free medium. And so that keeps the would-be pornographers, again, just to use a term that covers the whole arena, uh, at bay. Where am I going to make money off of this? Now, there's a lot of people who don't want to make money off of their individual porn. Look at Tumblr. Most people that were posting dirty pictures on Tumblr weren't making money directly from that particular feed. There was some indirect money making, and we already know that podcasting is better, I think, at indirect money making for the average person than it is direct money making. But still, that might be changing as not not that it not from a revenue point of view, but from an expense point of view. So Tumblr could have done the same thing, keep keep porn off by um, by just simply saying, you have to pay us to have an account. Something even small, five, 10 bucks, whatever, people would drop off like droves. People love free stuff, and especially those that want to share dirty pics and videos and other things with other people, uh, they, they don't want to pay for it. They're happy to do it if it's free, but they don't want to pay for it. That's why YouTube has a porn problem that they have to police constantly, as does Instagram, as does everybody else, and why Tumblr finally said, let's pull the plug on this. Because we we know we need to get rid of it, and there's so much of it, we're not going to have it anymore. It was all because it was free. Well, guess what's happening now? As venture capital money flows into the podcasting space, podcast hosting prices are going down, and in some cases, are free. So guess what? 
more free content, more free places might mean more porn. And that's cool. Again, I got no problem with this. I'm just simply saying, here's, here's, here's what's going to potentially happen out there. But I think the other big limiting factor is the shareability of the content. And that we still haven't fixed. One of the geniuses or perhaps blunders that turned into a, oh my God, that's great to cause Tumblr's rise, especially in this porn side, is how simple it is to curate and share content. A click of a button. If you want to reshare something, it's a click of a button. And it's not the same as a Twitter retweet. It's not the same as a share on Facebook because that's, it's different. It's just very, very different. Some feeds on Tumblr, some Tumblr sites are 100% reshared content. Can you imagine a Twitter account that you would follow because it only retweeted? That doesn't happen very often. We have Twitter lists and other sorts of things to do that. A Facebook page that only reshared content? Well, doesn't happen. In fact, Facebook lowers that availability of content because you're not producing your own original content. We don't have the ability to easily share and curate content. So it's hard to get a feed from this dude, Bob, who has the best pictures of boobies on the planet. Check him out. Doesn't really work in the podcasting space. And I don't see us fixing that problem anytime real soon. Because we do have a problem with curating and sharing of content. At least at the scale that you see that enables people from the porn world to do so. I think that's why podcasting has a missing porn problem. I think those are reasons why podcasting has a missing porn problem. And it will be interesting to watch as the space develops. Does one creep in or not? Hard to say. I guess the future will hold true. Hey, uh, I launched Business Podcast. Terrible segue, Evo. But if you need help launching your business podcast and keeping it running every single week, hey, contact me, Evo, at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro reaches me, and I shall be back soon, very soon, like next week. But you'll never know because, you know, the time just goes by quickly for you. Anyhow, see you for yet again very soon on another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, 
or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.